Welcome everybody to your daily dose of video game news at Pixels and Pines for Thursday, April 20th, 2023. Let's get into it. First up, the US version of Paper Mario for Nintendo 64 has been decompiled. The Paper Mario project is an ongoing effort to reverse engineer the source code for Paper Mario on Nintendo 64. By manually decompiling the game's assembly code into C source code and extracting game assets into modern formats, the project aims to create a one-to-one -one copy of the game. Reasons for the project were to preserve the game, understand how it was engineered, helping speedrunners and glitch hunters, and making engine mods easier, while also enjoying the process of decompilation. The US version of the game has reached 100% completion, but work still needs to be done on asset support, codebase modernization, documentation, and support for other versions of the game. The team plans to eventually create a PC port, but some assets still need to be properly extracted and rebuilt. While modding is possible, the team is working out issues with modding support, and a fork called Paper Mario DX is being developed to make modding easier. Now, this is just the latest Nintendo 64 game to be decompiled. The first one that I can remember was Mario 64. We ended up getting a PC port with things like widescreen support, 60 FPS support, and even a version that supported ray tracing. Uh, I believe Digital Foundry did a video on that. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was also decompiled a few years ago. A PC port was released last year using software called Ship of Harkinian. Tons of amazing features, including a randomizer, were included in that one. Each of these PC ports also require a specific version of the game's ROM in order to work, but those <laughs> can't really be too hard to find. You can certainly get away with using an emulator to play these games, but having a full native port of the game makes it able to have great performance and allows for proper high frame rate support. Remember, these games were built to be run at frame rates in like the high teens and 20s because the hardware at the time was garbage. You know, now we can have real 60 FPS support that won't break the game and make it behave erratically. That's not even talking about the intense mod support that can be built into them as well. This is exciting stuff, especially if you're a fan of Mario 64, Zelda, or Paper Mario. Next, Meta Layoff's hit studio, Ready at Dawn Hard. Ready at Dawn, the developer of Lone Echo, has reportedly been heavily impacted by the latest round of job cuts at Meta and its subsidiary MetaQuest. The Washington Post reports that the layoffs could affect as many as 4,000 employees and are part of the company's plan to cut 10,000 jobs in 2023 following the 11,000 job losses announced last year. Meta has reportedly targeted highly skilled staff, including engineers and other technical workers. Ready at Dawn and fellow Meta acquisition Downpour Interactive was also impacted. Ready at Dawn's most recent title, Lone Echo 2, launched at the end of 2021. A former technical designer at Ready at Dawn tweeted that one-third of the studio was laid off today, including the studio head. Today's news is just a latest in the series of job cuts across the games industry. The tech industry has been getting absolutely hammered the past six months. Meta seems to have placed all of their eggs into the metaverse and VR basket, and it has not worked out for them at all. You know, of course, Meta's gonna be fine. They have plenty of Facebook money to shove into whatever wild research and development project Zuckerberg wants. The real victims are those engineers who were brought on to bring his vision into reality. And when things didn't work out, they were just tossed out like garbage. Cyclical industries like that, especially when you're at a company chasing the new hotness, things are always primed to go wrong. You know, if you're in your early to mid 20s, it's a great opportunity to pad your resume and stack salary. You're probably going to be wanting to move around every few years anyways. But 
For people who are trying to raise a family and have stability, this sucks. I hope everyone at Ready at Dawn and Downpour Interactive land on their feet. It's always terrible when people lose jobs. Next, Sony acquires Firewalk Studios. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced its acquisition of Firewalk Studios, a studio of industry-leading creatives developing an original AAA multiplayer game for PlayStation 5 and PC. Firewalk will work alongside world-class development teams, including Bungie and Haven Interactive Studios, to define a new generation of live service experiences for PlayStation gamers. Firewalk was formed in 2018 as part of Probably Monsters, an independent AAA game company that builds sustainable game teams focusing on original AAA games. Probably Monsters and Firewalk announced an exclusive publishing partnership with Sony Interactive Entertainment in April 2021. Firewalk will be the 20th studio to join PlayStation Studios. Firewalk's day-to-day operations post-acquisition will continue to be run by the studio's management team in collaboration with PlayStation Studios' external development team. Sony's 20th studio. Outside of the Bungie acquisition, they have been doing a lot of work in grabbing up smaller studios to help fill out gaps in their game's offerings. Now, I'm not a fan of games as a service or a game that's intended to be played fully co-op. I really enjoy Sony's first-party player output, and it doesn't really look like these acquisitions are going to make them pivot anytime soon. Obviously, with the Activision Blizzard acquisition seemingly more like a reality in the next few months, I think this is Sony's way of fleshing out more varied experiences in order to attract a user base who's going to help them generate more monthly revenue. I also liked Sony's investment into Epic, You know, I'm not a fan of Epic as a company themselves, but I can't help deny that Unreal Engine and their stranglehold on the battle royale genre with Fortnite is something Sony needs help to replicate. They they probably should get better with their PC ports too. The Last of Us Part 1 launched in a terrible state. They can't be having that going forward. But when everyone competes, gamers always win. PC gamers specifically are eating real good right now. Even if those ports are hit and miss, you're getting PC ports of Xbox exclusive games through Game Pass Ultimate, through the Windows Store, and now Sony's creating PC ports of all of their highest selling PlayStation games. It's a really good time to be a PC gamer, especially if you have the money to get a really good graphics card and a really good CPU. And finally, Blizzard has announced their Diablo 4 Server Slam. Diablo 4 is set to launch on June 6th, and in preparation for the event, Blizzard Entertainment has announced a final task to test the durability of their servers, Server Slam. From May 12th to May 14th, players on Windows PC, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and 5 can experience a fraction of Diablo 4 while battling against the armies of the Burning Hells. The prologue and the entirety of Act 1 will be available to play, with the legendary item drop rate altered to reflect that of the launch version. Players can level up their characters to 20 and continue to earn gear, but character progress made during Server Slam will not carry over to the official launch. Additionally, players will have the opportunity to combat Ashiva, one of the Burning Hell's most fearsome machinations, with a chance to earn a new mount trophy. You'll also have a chance to earn some exclusive rewards during the Server Slam event, defeat the dreaded Ashiva and receive the new Cry of Ashiva mount trophy, a testament to your demon-slaying skills. But that's not all. 
They're also bringing back some rewards from the early access and open beta weekends for those who missed it out on the first time. Earn the initial casualty title by reaching Kyo Vashad with one character, the early Voyager title by reaching level 20 on one character, and the Beta Wolf Pack cosmetic item also by reaching level 20 on one character. If you've already earned the rewards during the previous events, there's no need to earn them again. You can unlock these tokens of valor by spilling demon blood and they'll be waiting for you once Diablo 4 launches. They've also announced a early download period for Diablo 4 Server Slime event that begins on May 10th at 12 p.m. Pacific time, two days before the event officially starts. To download, launch the battle.net client for PC or search Diablo 4 Server Slam on Xbox or PlayStation. If you have the Diablo 4 open beta downloaded already, an update will be available for download during the early period. It doesn't appear that you'll need an Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus subscription for the server slam, although in some regions you will need a subscription because of the age checks that are required. Also, don't forget that a subscription will be required for multiplayer once Diablo 4 launches. So this is it. Final chance to check out Diablo 4 before release. I did manage to get my hands on the game at BlizzCon in 2019 and I really liked what I saw. I still haven't bothered with the open beta and it seems now that Server Slam is going to allow you to grab rewards from all of their previous tests. I think this is the one that I'm going to try to check out. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be taking place around the launch of Tears of the Kingdom, which is a huge mistake in my opinion. I'm probably going to be hyper focused on Tears once the 12th hits, so who knows. Might not be much of a server slime in that case, right? I mean, I could be wrong. Is the crossover between Tears players and Diablo 4 big enough to create the event? Probably not. We'll see, though. And that's going to wrap up the gaming news for Thursday, April 20th. Don't forget to rate the podcast five stars and don't forget to drop a review for it. If you like content of the visual variety, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at pixels and pints. See you Friday for more video game news.